Welcome back to the Keen Lake Podcast, the premier whiskey podcast, now with the mention of whiskey in its title. Hi, it's your host, Jake, and welcome back to another episode of the 12 Days of Barrel Picks. Not just another day of the 12 Days of Barrel Picks, but the last day of the 12 the Days of Barrel Picks. Well, hey, oh, thanks, thanks for finishing that off for me. Ah, it's like you uh, can read my mind when we finish our sentences. Uh, well, Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the podcast. <laughs> Wilson, Razor, Ramon, Torres. Hey, young world. And we are out on location, taking a little field trip to yeah. the good old Leo's Liquor up in Mayfair, sitting on some stacks and whiskey, mm-hmm. hanging out in the stock room. Love it. With the one and only. Can you finish the sentence for me? Kush. Oh, thank you so much. Patel. Kush, welcome to, oh. the, Big welcome, welcome to the podcast. Yes, sir. First time, and yeah, it's awesome, no. amazing. I'm a little nervous. Yeah, it's oh, all right. Nothing to be nervous about. We're just a bunch of idiots. I mean, we, we, have can, no, we can be. We have, no, we have no professional experience when it comes to None microphones. whatsoever, no. no YouTube tutor- uh, tutorials. Yeah. <laughs> I can't even say tutorial. I'm just so excited about the whiskey brother drink. I tried to say that once, and it came out very uh, wrong. So what I'm stack of whiskey are you sitting on? I am sitting on... What am I sitting on? Actually, I'm sitting on some Sauvignon Blanc. I was just kind of joking, but thanks for checking it out. <laughs> I'm sitting on Coppercraft. Ooh, I'm going to steal eight balls of McKenna, it looks like. Ten. Ten? Yeah. And, and one, at least one Blanton's. No, there is ten of them. Well, I don't care for them that much, so I like the McKenna better. <laughs> opened up opened up one on uh, New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve, did you? Yeah. Yes. Very Which tasty. one? McKenna. Uh, ten. That's good. I had yeah. McKenna. It's a good one. Old tub, of course. Of tub, of course. Um, a Star Wars barrel pick nice. that may or may not be here soon. I don't know. Um, <laughs> we are getting at Leo, so there we go. A well or twelve, I think. I don't know. The night kind of. Hit up, yeah, I hit up the twelve year. I f- came across. I won sixty five dollars at a legal casino. Did you really? Yeah. So <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> what a night! Hey, it's but enough about enough about <laughs> me. It. Enough about me, Kush. Uh, <laughs> made something about you. Nothing about Wilson. Nope. How long has Leo's been around up here? Uh, we opened in 2018, 2018. October. Mm-hmm. It took us a year and a half to open the store. I to bet. get the license. Yep. And Cut through that red tape. Yes. City of Chicago, of course. Wonderful people. <laughs> yes. A lot of donations. Lori Lightfoot. Very big, lot donations. big fan. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, it's, uh, it's <laughs> worth it. Well put. <laughs> oh. uh, it's the Chicago way. The Chicago handshake. Yeah, man. No. Oh. Well, I think one interesting thing about the store is that Wilson and myself and so many other reps, uh, Chris Blander, Urban Bourbonist, people that come here to shop have found it to be a really great place to find craft spirits, um, sought-after spirits, good single malts as well, with also a good selection of beer on the shelf too. But it's something to come (laughs) – it's a he's he's fine. We have have dogs come on the podcast all the time, don't we, Wilson? We do. Yeah, we actually had one guest dog, Morley. That's right. Morley was over at the Beguile, and then, and of course, Remy makes her yeah. um, known every once in a while. Very much so. But yeah, it's a cool place to come and find a great collection of craft spirits and just whiskey in general, which isn't every single small liquor store in the city of Chicago. It's true. It's one of those things where this is the type of store that we love. We love as mm. craft brands. We love as whiskey fans right not just as sellers not just as sellers yeah we we love places like this because it doesn't seem like you're coming in here to make a sale you're coming in here to have a conversation to share a pour and ultimately maybe it'll be on their shelves but if not it's still a good place to come back to grab a bag of chips grab a six pack on a friday thursday whichever is your jam 
And what I love about it, it's in one of the uh, old school neighborhoods of Chicago, oh, yeah. which is on the northwest side. It's Mayfair. Um, I used to live not even four blocks from here, due south. So it's it. So when I came across Cush and Ken, <clears throat> uh, it was it, I was just like, man, this is great. I'm going back to where where I essentially started raising my son. So this is it's it uh, to be here is it makes it's very special. It's very very special. Cush, where did you get the idea? to build a shop in a way you did where you can find um, obligation to our contract shout out to Pinhook uh, where you can find multiple SKUs <laughs> of theirs where you can find Jay Henry's where you can find Smoke Wagon then you can also find uh, you know I guess your old Taylors um, your Blantons your McKenna's but you can also find them for a fair price here yeah very fair price a very good point I mean I just want to be fair with everyone why rip off the customers? Because once I rip off the customer, they will not going to show up ever. Yeah. So there is no point of ripping anybody off. And um, the store idea, I just opened the regular store. Before I was into the craft beer until my friend from Stockroom, uh, Zellman, he started getting me into the bourbons. Oh. And... Yeah, it was uh, 2019, end of that, I started. That's when we picked our first barrel um, from Barrel Crafts. Yeah. And, yeah, then next year, 2020, we did the first pick, which was uh, with Chris. I met Chris, and we did the wooden wheel pick. Oh, so this was your first one? Yes. Oh. From 2020. 2020. Very cool. And that's where I started. Uh, I didn't know that Z was the catalyst for all this uh, back here. <laughs> yeah, Z. Ep- episode 9 of the 12 Days of Barrel Picks. You can find Z in it, talking about Bull Run. Yep, Z is an amazing guy. I love him like my brother. Nice. Um, when we did uh, our grand opening, he brought his dad here. So oh, I cool. respect him a lot. Um, yeah, and then um, the day I met Chris, and I know that this is going a long way now. No. Uh, nobody can stop us. So yeah, I met Chris. Um, well, we talked for a little bit, and then Chris was, uh, it was so hard for us to choose the barrel, since um, there was only three barrels were available in Illinois, mm-hmm. of Woodenville, and they promised two barrels, so one to Garfield, and one to Stock Stockroom. Oh, okay. And then Chris and I, we were looking at each other, we liked two barrels, and they were like, oh, you can only get one. So they make a couple phone calls. And they got us two more barrels. So, yes. After that, mm, two days after, we picked another two barrels. <laughs> yeah. and oh, you came in with yours? Yeah. We'll just stop by. Uh, oh. And we picked two barrels. But these two barrels of uh, Union Horse got us very famous in chicago very and famous yes oh i didn't like, know you had that kind of poll uh it's everybody a combination knew us. of things <laughs> everybody yeah. knew us after that and like to be honest with you i was so scared of the rye uh-huh. and people love that rye we sold his rye yes oh it's great yeah union horse rye is i think one of the best picks we ever did it's one of the best uh, for the, the best years and um a lot of people doesn't know the brand, but um, everybody should check out uh, Union Horse. They Thank are you. putting some awesome, awesome picks out there. 
Uh, my guy, Wilson here, working so hard. <laughs> if you only knew. If Thank you, you only knew. Yep. Hey. Episode 6 of the 12 Days of Barrel Picks, Union Horse. <laughs> oh, still my God. Uh, if you guys already heard it, sorry. If you guys Why? are about to Don't hear it. apologize. Sorry beforehand. We talked about... Hey, we recorded like <laughs> six podcasts that day. I know. I, don't know. I, don't I know. was a little happy. We, but spi- we appreciate. Seriously, Kush, though, but yeah, thank yeah. you. Appreciate the, the the kind words. That's always well. And just um, a s- small brand reps. We represent. We just yeah. really love the hospitality that you create here for yeah. brands like ourselves to walk in here and you know not just to put one ski on the shelf but to take all three or all four, whatever yeah. it may be. And yeah. that's coming from not just Wilson and myself, but so many of our other friends other in the friends. industry because we have. Friends in low places. <laughs> People knows now if they want to find or if they are looking for any bourbons. Yeah. Yeah. I I check it out online. And if I don't have, I will try to bring it in. I like you just got to make everybody happy. Hmm? And you got to take care of your customers. Then otherwise nobody's going to support you yeah. and i i'm so happy i don't want to jump with the big guys yeah as soon as i open so all the store picks we did until now it was all the craft brands uh the craft brands now um they are doing so much better mm. than uh, all these big brands that you had to go there back then you had to buy a bunch of other stuff to get one barrel <laughs> <laughs> and I want to talk to you about that actually. Star Wars about start implementing that too. We have a very nice vodka to give out to you. Yep. I'm joking. We have no vodka. Star Wars is amazing. No, I love okay. their single store pick. That's and it's uh it tastes like a bourbon almost because yeah. it has that kick and it um I love that kick um yeah. that um uh the Star Wars have. Um it's our own Miami. It's 110 proof. So yeah, well, no, who I mean, doesn't lo- love? We don't have to talk, <laughs> talk about those Australian guys. Uh, no, like, how is it working with distributors when it comes to trying to get small brands like ourselves to the sought after brands that you have on the shelf too? Is it? Um, like I say, I rather work with the small guys. Yeah. Because um, it's very easy to deal with you guys. Um, the big guys. They make us buy their gin, vodka, uh, so-called mixed drinks nowadays. Oh, yeah, the um, mm-hmm. And a bunch of cases. Oof. I spend over $200,000 on Cesarec product. And wow. they give me one bottle of Peppy 10. Worth it. Yes. And you're selling, and you're selling it for $200,054.54. And 54 cents. Don't forget that 54 cents. 54 cents. Don't. Wilson, I will give you a discount. Ooh, I appreciate you. I will 54 give you, cents off. No, I will give him $54.54 off well, discount. I appreciate you, my friend. I appreciate you. So you better start working on that payment plan. Yeah, I need to put, yeah, I gotta put that together. I'll give you $1,000 for a sip. Yeah, over like a 30-day fixed mm. <laughs> poor payment Take a mortgage plan. out for that one. <laughs> I mean, it is interesting, and it's it's a bit devastating, in my opinion, what's happening to these larger brands or what they're essentially doing to the industry itself. But 
I appreciate them for the whiskey they produce because I, oh, I love their whiskey. Sure. It's Absolutely. just a matter of I can't enjoy it anymore. I can't find it to enjoy it, or I gotta pay twenty dollars for a small glass at a bar when we used to go to those places. Yeah. But it's yeah. harder to find now each and every day, and so I appreciate like when I I came in here uh, sometime this summer for a going away party and bought a bottle of Eagle Rare for a friend and. We drank the entire bottle that night with two other friends, and it was a great night to have. But this and I'm maybe one other store is what I can think of in, in Chicago where I can actually go do that and find that on the shelf or talk to somebody like you who owns yeah. the store, and you actually bring it out and sell it to me for a very fair price. So we appreciate that. But let's uh, get into this barrel pick we were talking about, Woodenville. So this was your first pick you did for the store ever? Uh, no. Uh, oh. With Chris, yes. With Chris, okay. And this is my... 2020's uh, first pick. 2020's so. first pick, okay. Yes. What was your first pick ever? Uh, Barrel. That's right. You just said that. Yeah. And then this one you got two. So a high rye and then more of a standard mash bill of a bourbon to rye ratio? Yep. Which uh, well, this is a uh, this, uh, this, uh, barrel number 3307. Mm-hmm. And it's on the little sweeter side. Yeah. And uh, so, like, we were confused. <laughs> what barrel to buy? Because we love both barrels. Oh, okay. I was just so then I told Chris, and Chris was looking at me. <laughs> Chris is like, "Kush, I'm drunk." No, we were not <laughs> drunk. We were not drunk that day. No, afterwards <laughs> we got drunk. <laughs> there we go. There we go. I was like, "Man, I blew up twenty thousand mm-hmm. uh, dollars." Let's get drunk. There we go. <laughs> let's forget everything. Um, yes. Yeah, so I like the spicier one better. And then Chris is like the sweeter one better. So I was like, uh, might as well we buy both of them. Yep. And uh, we'll see whatever it comes. Um, because Chris, I told him that day that I want to become a very popular store in the city of Chicago. Right. And um, he's like, don't worry, Kush. We'll do it. <laughs> and uh, after two days, yep. we got two more barrels. And we end up, um, 2020, we end up with 23 barrels. 23 Jeez. barrels. Yes. Holy and shit. last, in 2019, I, I did not know anything about the barrels. <laughs> yeah, I 2019, did not, yeah, you didn't do anything. Yes, I did not know anything. Us on, yeah. So, uh, Zellman and Curtis got me into the bourbon game. And um, it's all started from there. I met you guys. Yeah. You guys are amazing. You guys always help me. Um yeah so well, I think it's no I think it's really interesting to grow that fast in the barrel program because yeah. I know just talking to friends and reps in this industry everybody wanted to come here to buy it once they caught word of how many barrels were coming through here <laughs> yeah. um, and they know that you could already have a sh- good showcase of spirits on the shelf so they just wanted to add to that right. but I, I love what you've done with your barrels too which I didn't I had only been in your store one time I think before I came here for your barrel pick yeah. release um, was that in July? that was uh, yes, yes that so was July. Was but right what I loved about that, it was yeah. that in order to buy your allocated whiskeys, a naughty word, sorry, Mikey, um, <laughs> that you had to buy one of your barrel picks in the store. And I thought that was a, such a great way to showcase smaller brands, but also what your store is trying to do and try to, do, to become with, um, with all these great craft or whatever it might be, barrel selects, along with these allocated whiskeys, too. And no returns. No returns. Returns on what? <clears throat> on, the, on the single barrels to get to the allocated. It's illegal to return alcohol. Not necessarily. I'm just saying. Go on. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> I, I just wanted to do that because that way people know what they're missing out. I agree. If you do the blind tasting, 
I bet you any of this craft distilleries, this does not drink like five years. Yeah. Wouldn't will. Mm-hmm. It, 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 it drink like almost eight, nine year whiskey. Same thing. I wanted to, I wanted people to know that what they're missing out. Yep. Like, there is so many good whiskeys. There's a lot of good whiskeys. Why they are running behind some big major brand. But if you do the blind tasting, you will love this stuff. Yeah, I agree. It's well put. I, I saw this today. Well, it's not it's not a uh, small brand, but I saw that Old Tub was voted um, one of these whiskey uh, bloggers who's mostly a single malt blogger. That was one of his top whiskeys of the year, blind tasting it. And it's a really delicious bourbon, which is, I think it's only six years old, eight years. Oh, there's an H demon on it, but I have to look at it more closely. But it, it's, it shows you how when you come, someone who's a single malt drinker tastes does a blind flight and finds the bourbon, a, a young bourbon for that matter, and a small release bourbon to be something that they enjoy the most out of the entire year of 2020. And some of these brands can really do that. I've done it with mine. I know Wilson loves to do blind tastings. It's one of his favorite things to do. He tried doing it on a little show called Sip of Knowledge, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> the, mail did, the mail did not arrive on time. <clears throat> oh, well, the mail did arrive since, and none of the bottles made it. Seriously? All bottles broke. Yeah, oh, sucked. Anyway, sorry. The government broke them. It's well, conspiracy. You know, it's conspiracy. Yep. Yeah, it's when you're picking a barrel, Kush, what do you are you looking for something that you enjoy or for something that you think that your customers would enjoy? Ooh. Pretty much, um, everybody knows my palate now. I was just gonna ask. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> right. I mean, like, is it? And you, they knows that uh, if I pick any barrel, it would be good. Your palate's, so. your palate's familiar enough with your yes. customers to know yes. and trust it that they'll also enjoy it too. Yes, because we always drink here. It's true. Every night there is a party here. so yeah. I've never been invited. Oh, it's not. It's a no-invite party. So you just show so up. You okay just show party. up. You just show up. It's like yep. at GNS when you just go into the stock room and say, what's up, you know, everybody. No, I love that too about you, you guys too. Here. How you even have your single barrels open for people to try before Correct. you yeah. even commit yes. to it. I always keep my single barrels open because I don't want... Ch- I don't know what you will like the sweeter one or I you love, will like the sweeter one. I love flavored vodka. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, we we got some uh deep eddy. Ooh. <laughs> Lemonade. Lemonade. Yes, sir. Count me in. Yeah, buy all so I can get my points to get some Elijah Craig. There you go. Real buy cool. all my deep eddy so I can get yep. my EC. No, uh, sorry, I interrupted or you. Or you can get the Wheatley vodka too so I can get more Blantons. Even better. Even better. I'll I'll take it all. Give me Give me I a whole pallet full of vodka. I yeah. love no, uh, you're st- I cut you off about your keeping your barrel, your bottles open for your barrel picks. So yes, um, because uh, I don't know, like um, if you would like the sweeter one mm-hmm. or the spicier one. Yeah. So I was leave it open, and every time anybody try my bourbons, they always buy it. Yep. I remember when we uh, when we launched the, the double barrel. The two Union horses, and you had your allocated uh, tied to it that day. I want to say that between the people that came through, and then the people that we knew that couldn't make it but wanted us to hold, you know, bottles for them. I think there were six cases worth of Union horse that we were holding, so f- so people could come front at another day within throughout the day or throughout the week or as they came through. And I've never experienced something like that. I mean, it was exciting to see and and be a part of. But the level of customer service, the level of accommodation never faltered. It was the same. Everyone said, hi, thank you. You, you know, he 
thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, I mean, it was just everyone was cool. Even the even the customers that came through, they knew that you know by that time COVID, we were only allowing four or five people in at a time. As they came in, we offered them samples of everything um, that you could buy as far as the uh, the single barrel picks, and then of course that allowed because them we wanted yeah to know what they Brilliant. like. They like the bourbon or yeah, they like the rye. Right. Right, but the bourbon um, or anything else that we have. Everybody just loved that rye. And guess what happened? Last week, one of the customers came in. <laughs> he uh, he sent one bottle to New Orleans mm -hmm. to his friends. And this week, he's coming and he's buying six more bottles. Wow. He's shipping them there. Look at that. So Is his friend Mikey? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no. No, that's not him. Oh, darn it. I was trying to give Mikey a shout out, another <laughs> shout out. No, but it is—it's cool shout to see the to reach of the, that these brands are growing. Like, obviously, you're not in New Orleans, and a customer is taking upon themselves to ship whiskey on behalf of themselves and their Correct. friend, not Correct. the distillery or the rep Correct. or the, or yeah. the liquor store. Thank you for that disclosure. Yeah, That's you know, important. <laughs> hey, it's, it's what I do. It's what I do for the people. But it's it, but it shows that people can find these really great whiskeys at this store, and they come for that, and they just rely on their friends to know you and. Yes. Uh, social media plays a big part in that, which I know you're taking, you're you're active, you're active you're on. Active. Mm -hmm. um, teaming up with Chris obviously is a great thing to do since he has a nice voice in the bourbon community when it comes to the Instagram whiskey community and mm -hmm. more specifically the bourbon community in that sense, mm -hmm. um, which is a great partnership. And obviously Chris is a great guy, or we wouldn't have had him on eleven times on the podcast, maybe twelve. I don't know, lose count sometimes, <laughs> especially when he's in my basement drinking for six hours. You never know. Um, But it's always a good time. At yeah, Chris. yeah, it definitely is. Um, we don't need to schmooze all about him, though. Um, <laughs> what was your experience? What was your relationship with Woodenville before picking the barrel? Um, I did not even know. Oh, so I find out from somewhere. No, actually, um, they have a local rep, don't they? Yes. So Woodenville just won the best. Uh, um, award and uh, I think I believe in San Francisco mm -hmm. so then um, and I got a phone call they were like Kush uh, you want to become a bourbon store right and I was like yes they were like I have something for you who is who called you uh, Mike uh, Odell from Woodenville and I mean he's a Hennessy more track oh, okay. so oh yes met, met him, yeah. yeah he's a distributor so He's the one, um, we have very good, uh, my partner has a uh, Ken. Yep. He has a very good relationship with uh, all these uh, big guys at Southern and um, uh, Breakthrough for a long time because he used to own DiCarlo's and a uh, mm -hmm. bunch of other stores. Right, right. So it helped me a lot to grow more faster because uh, becoming one of the uh, good stores, I mean, famous store in Illinois is not easy. No. no, where there is a just a few liquor stores here. Yes, uh, very, very, yeah, very few. And when you have so many big chains to deal with, because it, it's not like other market. Illinois is already getting like oversaturated. Like it's just so much liquor. Everybody, even if you open the gas you can have the liquor license now. Yeah. So that's uh. That's what killing everyone. I mean, like this big chain stores, and then before, uh, like, to compete with the big store and being a small store like this, it's hard sometimes. But we work so hard and get 
all these barrels that's why i love working with the small guys like small craft in uh, like craft bourbon industries um there is a so like right now gin is so much popular mm-hmm. and it's so amazing the way they are making the gins from um, colorado amazing gin uh, every uh, like um even maplewood oh, their yeah. gins are amazing everybody's making so nice stuff but see like people have to give them a chance it's not all the time of blanton 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 when you do the uh, when you do my old um, old uh, uh, weeded bourbon next uh, blind tasting next to the well or foolproof hmm. you will love my uh, weeded bourbon that's yeah. what happened like oh, everybody okay, yep. loved old elk but um, like people had to try more uh, smaller uh, uh, smaller bourbon like um, they are like union horse been open I think 10 years. 10 years now. 11 years. 10 years now. Yeah. I did not know until um, I met Wilson. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now I, I guess uh, everybody knows us. Right. Everybody knows Leo's and everybody knows the Union Horse in uh, Illinois. Yeah. After those uh, two barrels. <laughs> yeah, we both got, uh, we got up yeah, there. We got up there really quick. Yes. And I love the fact that it's the reach that, the reach that you have within the bourbon community or the whiskey community because we there's also a lot of other great whiskeys here on the shelf. Um, yeah, I mean those guys too. There's just there's just no one is discriminated against as far as the producer. But what I love is the fact going back to the stories like some guy came through, picked up a bottle of the rye, and shipped it down to New Orleans. I mean that's cool. Yeah, that shows um, how much not only are you valued but how much. How, how connected this community is you know and, and, re- and sourcing you know barrel picks sourcing just a bottle of, of regular stuff you know and I love it because now it's become a trek and like if you go to Chicago you've got to go buy Leo's Liquors or you got to go buy so and so liquor store or so and so so it's now become destination it's not just a neighborhood you know liquor store that happens to have a phenomenal fucking array of single barrels and great big six you know selection as well yeah. You know. And it's important for stores like this to exist for smaller brands right. to take a, take a risk on us. Um, not because there's 20, what, 400 whiskey distillers? I don't know how many. Yeah, yeah. Lose track, tra- tra- track every sure. day. And unfortunately, a lot of them are probably going to close, in, potentially. Sadly. Sadly. Um, in the next few months, but before all that happens. And we focus on the woes. You have to focus on the positives that all this great juice is coming out there. And we've talked about how before we turn the, mo- the podcast on, that there's a lot of sourced whiskey out there, but there's also a lot of great whiskey distilleries like Union Horse, like Woodenville, producing their own things, which is something special. Yes, because uh, right now, everybody's doing the MGP. <laughs> and you can tell <laughs> from the taste it. <laughs> that it's MGP. <laughs> I mean, I have like three, four barrels there. It's all MGP. And... Uh, as, like some of the new companies, I'm trying uh, like uh, trying the single barrels and stuff. Um, everybody's MGP, <laughs> even though they don't tell me. I know by my palate now. I was like, man, is this MGP? And then they will tell me, yes, we, <laughs> it's sourced by MGP. Uh, so I was like, uh, how long? Everybody's gonna do the six year or eight year. They all has to. It's true. 
It, yeah, and it's a circulation of products. It's a way to sur- uh, begin, survive, and then evolve in producing your own juice. And I've, I've actually come around to like to respecting MGP products, MGP products more this year for some reason. I don't know why. I've, I've really just, I've, or last year, I, I've really grown me of. I know how hard it is to start a distillery. I've yeah. had respect for brands that started a distillery on their own juice and on their own merit in that case. Yeah. But at the same time, it's almost a fault to themselves because they put out this very young whiskey that you can taste the good aspects and you know it's going to grow into something special, but it's going to take yeah. X number of years for that to actually occur. Yeah. But I respect the hell out of them for doing it and running their own distillery. And it's harder now because when you started a craft brand 10 years ago, like if, if you're if your owners decided to put out a two-year-old whiskey, which they didn't do, but if they decided to do that, it would have been so new, so interesting, that people's palates weren't developed into drinking 10-year-old, 100-proof, 100-proof-plus yeah. uh, whiskeys. And it was it could almost like, almost fall through the cracks in a way, in a yeah. good way. That's a where good point. people were, But now the expectations are so high with whiskey, and part of that's being sourced whiskey, and part of that's having brands like yourself, brands like Journeyman being out for 10 years, brands like Woodenville being, being along and producing these really great whiskeys as young brands. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, and then one other thing, too, is just it's – you know, it's not so to all due respect to the MGP uh, product because they make a shit ton of whiskey and they make a lot of good whiskey. Shout out to you, Harrison. <laughs> Shout out to Harry. Um, but I think now what the focus, the focal point now or the focus point on MGP product is the mastering of the blend. Mm. And that's where a lot of brands that we've come to enjoy. I think that's where my respect lies yeah. most. The pin hooks, you know, the Penelope's, mm-hmm. you know, the great brands that use MGP product but blended in a masterful way that is just And finishes too. Oh yeah. And yes. finishes. So like Sagamore, the finishes they do with their products. Yes. It's something Especially very that Manhattan Manhattan project. Uh, yes. <laughs> I tried it. I tried them one um I think day before yesterday. And uh, Chris was here. What a shocker. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, so I I told Chris, I was like, Chris, you are the one who told me to bring this stuff in the store. Um, because he always gave me that advice. Hey, Kush, uh, this is a new product. Uh, you should check it out. If you like it, uh, just bring it in. So Jessica dropped off the sample for me mm-hmm. so I can remember to order those <laughs> if I like it. And guess what happened? We started drinking. And then uh, I told Chris, I was like, I had a surprise for you. Because uh, you uh, you told me about this, I did not tell him what was it, ah. and I pour a shot for him, and then uh, he said, "Yes, it's good, it's so good." I was like, "Bro, you are the one who told me about this," <laughs> <laughs> and um, and when I told him it's a Finnish whiskey, and he's like, "Oh yes, it's a Manhattan Finnish." Ah, and I was like, wait, so they're doing a barrel pick of that? Uh, I wish. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Me if too. you guys help me. To get the bill, uh, you can that call. Would be you, amazing. I'll, I'll give you Brett's number right now. I'm sure he. I'm yeah. sure he uh, Double B something probably out. listen to this and be on it right away for you. Right we'll away, Brett. This podcast is coming out at 6 p.m. tonight, there so I want to. I want you to call Kush at 6:32. 6 there you go. Yeah, that's about 32 minutes yes. into the podcast. Okay. I don't yeah. know how many barrels we're gonna end up buying if we get chance. Yeah. But this year's goal is almost like 50 barrels. Jeez. 52 barrels. I can. I can provide some. <laughs> you know what's funny, and if this is the middle of a pandemic, which is so interesting, and that's it, what's so interesting about it. I agree because I mean, even Lou Bryson brought that up to us. Uh, yeah, 
when he asked us how our how our brands like ourselves going to survive or what are we doing what's what's a silver lining through the year and i told him barrel picks it's it's something that's really helping us out as brands can grow and he asked us is that more of um what term did he use uh what do you say? I can't remember how he asked, but is it basically is it going to be a fleeting way to develop a brand? Which I think it oh. is. I, I, I can't, you can't you can't rely on it, but you can't. If but you, you can, can build s- on it, right? And you, and this is the time to build on it right now, taking the opportunity and you know just reacting in a very positive way for your brand yeah. and taking advantage of the situation, a little such a sliver of a situation, uh, and finding some optimism in a very negative time. I agree. Um, what, one of the things too that, that based off that conversation we had with those guys last week was the building a brand off of that alone is possible um yeah if there was if you had that uh, that supply chain of it if you're producing it or you're sitting on it or Or independent bottler or if you're independent bottler for sure um one of the things that worries me about the single barrel is that then you ignore Mm. your core right your core which you originally came out with is ignored and your single barrels are so good where do you where's that line drawn right and i have, was having a conversation with um some of the community members on ig in regards to it chris was in part of that conversation oh mikey i should say shout out to mikey pinstripes down in new orleans it's like out the intent behind single bear programs i think has lost focus hmm. um wonderful for establishing uh, as we said already a brand but m- my take more in establishing the bear, the program that we, we came out with in 2020 or 2019 was focused on the independent retailer but I wanted it to to complement what we already had on the shelf at said retailer I didn't want something that was so good that everything else was ignored I wanted it to be a complementary offering limited offering to know that w- what goes into making the stuff on the on the shelf now yeah. This was one of those very special bourbon or rise that we didn't dump because we felt it it shined alone. Yeah, you don't you want a single barrels becoming a cult of your brand. Correct. We don't want that. chasing this those single barrels versus yes. chasing your other products, which is a it's a problem. I yeah. had the other day in a store yeah. with a single barrel, and this guy's tasted the single barrel, and he's like, I, "I'm gonna buy a bottle of this," and I couldn't even convince him to try the thirty dollar bottle of twofold. <laughs> You know, and I'm like, I'm like, it's, 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 if you're a bourbon drinker, I trust me, you'll enjoy yes, twofold. And if you enjoy absolutely. the single barrel, you're, I would assume you'll enjoy right. it too. And he's just like, oh, I'll take a single barrel. And I'm like, oh, yeah. all right, here's the struggle that the Correct. single barrel program that you have to face as a brand. And that, and that's, and that's what, that's what's scary about it. That could be really scary for me. So, like, when we approached, you know, when Kush, you know, brought us on mm-hmm. our core in late, tw- in, in mid to late 2019. I was like, that's going to be a great partnership. I love the location. I love everything about it. I, I, he hand sells everything he brings on. So I'm like, that's going to be a good partnership for down the road some way, somehow. Mm-hmm. So then when he got into the barrel picks, I was like, I had to. You know, it was just like, I, I have to. We've been in communication over Instagram. He's been very active on it. I was like, I got something for you to try. And he's just, come on in, brother. And then... An hour and a half, two hours later, you know, he picks his two and, you know, here we are celebrating not that, but just everything else that became that came in before it and after. And it's helped us gain notoriety in the community, uh, not just re- not just here in Illinois or Chicago, but I think in that 
we don't even know how far this stretches out to, you know, the IG community, mm. the podcast community, what, you know, Leo's in general, or and then Chris's outreach, you know, he was part of picking the barrels, you know, it's just, there's so many little uh, variables. Mm -hmm. We don't know where to say, yeah, that was it, but we're just very thankful of it. You know, it's just crazy how the single barrel thing has just become what did well, you, well, you do? With, it's a good example because what did you do with Woodenville once you brought a single barrel and did you bring other spirits, other skews of theirs in? Well, the thing with everyone now, I mean, like I've been telling everyone, all the customers now, they are looking for something different. Mm -hmm. That's why in Illinois, every single store wants to do the single barrel pick, which is a smart thing. First thing is like they won't get the same taste that they can find it the right. anywhere. It's one time and, shop. Um, the single barrels are so amazing. It's barrel proof, and um, I think that why would I choose a single barrel ninety proof? I have the ninety proof bourbon of any brand, like mm -hmm. any brand right. ninety proof bourbon. I have it on the shelf. Then why would I pick? any any barrel like single store uh, store pick for 90 proof um because nowadays people want that kick into their bourbon um they don't mind paying more money but they want that uh, high proof bourbon uh that's what i believe because mm -hmm. um the low proof like regular stuff we still sell it 90 proof but um it's not selling much as uh the high proof whiskeys now um, I don't know. It's a Chicago weather, or uh, <laughs> people are used to it now. The high proof uh, bourbon. Is that something to worry about? That people are searching out the barrel picks and ignoring the things on the shelf. Yes. How do you combat that? Uh, because a lot, a lot of the customers, they, 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 they come here and tell me they were like, "Oh, you know what? We stopped chasing the bourbons now. We are chasing the uh, store picks now." Mm, because um, they were like. Kush, uh, why would I chase a uh, Blanton's if it's easily to find it at the Costco? <laughs> and when I so so I I, I send uh, my um, salesman the picture. I was like, how come Costco is getting a pallet of uh, 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 what you call um, buffalo trays, yeah. regular stuff? Yeah. And you guys send me six bottle which is allocated, <laughs> and my cost is more expensive. <laughs> I, I told my salesman, I was like, it's illegal, I know. But if I buy from Chulasco, it's cheaper for me <laughs> <laughs> to buy from you. So then what's the point of getting six bottles? Yeah. Love it. So now these big companies, I'm tired of it. Yeah. That's why I love working with the small uh, yeah. like craft beer, uh, craft uh, bourbon industry. And uh, you guys are killing it. Amazing stuff. Star Wars, when I saw the bottles... Uh, uh, the uh, the the way they um, um, advertise their stuff, it's just amazing. You were like, man, you want this yeah. in your shop. Yeah, it does stand out. It does have it has a unique. It only took four to visits it. to sell it here, though. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> it's on the shelf. That's what matters. So that, that's the biggest thing. That's, that's the, the win. Thing. Get, getting uh, at first. Seeing one those on eyes shelf. on it. Yep. So <laughs> then. Um, like uh, let's go back to the story that I was telling you. Yeah. Um, my customer told me that why would I? 
uh, we stopped just chasing, uh, chasing everything now. Um, we can get it from uh, even um, beanies now. They started putting in the back uh, okay. all the blankets um, uh, and everything. Mm -hmm. But uh, if you can go to any of the chain store, you can get it. Um, I haven't seen blankets on a shelf at Benny's in four years. Yeah, because they put it in the back. Yeah. So you got to ask them. And they will check your points first, how many wines you bought. They won't check the beer points or they won't check the bourbon points because bourbon is allocated. I don't know what allocated bourbons they have there, but they are keeping all the allocated bourbons in the bag. But um, <laughs> we are not here to talk about Vinny's. <laughs> we could be. We are here to um, talk about Leo's. Yes. And before I leave Chicago next month, I will reach out to every, uh, one of my favorite stores, which I haven't got time. Uh, I know Stockroom been asking me to go there so much yeah. longer. Like, mm, yeah. I'm going to stop by there. Yeah. One of the best stores in yes. Chicago. Yeah. Uh, off premise, Adam. Oh, yeah. Adam. Great yep. guy. Great guy. Um, Jen, I had to take an appointment, so I don't know. <laughs> I will stop by or not. Uh, Gold yeah. Eagle. Another oh, yeah. favorite store. Yeah, gotta go see Jake. Yeah. Um, Jake. Yeah. yeah, good friend. And Drew. Oh, yeah. Drew's there. I, I want to get Drew. Yeah. drunk with Drew. Yeah. Um, they may Omar. or may not have a Star Wars barrel pick there. Yes, I want to try that. And I'm going to tell Jake. I was like, Jake, do you have any? Uh, I want to try out, but your bar is closed. And I know Jake will sneak out some samples <laughs> from the bar for me. <laughs> and then um, Omar, Omar is doing a very trail. good job in Mandalayan. Um Oak and Trail. Oak and Trail. Consume, mm -hmm. another good store. Oh, yeah. Yep. Have you... Is that Glen Ellen? You guys should check out the Consume the in cons Lake Zurich. It's Lake uh, Zurich, yeah. I always put the towns. Is that the town? Lake Zurich, right? Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I haven't been out there yet. Yeah. It's a good store. Yep. Yeah. B&J, I think he started getting your product yeah. now. Yeah. B&J just started. Yeah. yeah. Uh, because I think uh, our boat barrel went to him. Yes. yes. Union Horse Barrels went to B&J. BJ. Yeah. BJ he owns the uh, brewery. Um, Correct. Foreign exchange. Foreign so exchange. Oh. Yeah. So Great that's why I love. Um, oh yeah. Oh, oh yes. It's very good beer. We'll try it. Oh, that's right. Because he has it always in the sh right when you walk in, or right across it's the register. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's right there. Yeah. So he owns a store, uh, BNJ Liquors. Yep. So far, I know that store that I'm gonna visit for sure. See them high. While you're out and of drink B with them. While you're out in B and J, B and J. Go across the street and see Brett from Sagamore and steal some Sagamore Manhattan finishes. Oh yeah, he's, he's Brett lives right, right across the street. Right across the street, street from B and J's. Yeah, really. Yeah. Oh man, I oh. gotta bother him then. Yeah. He's he supposedly hey. has a whole garage full of single malt. He, uh, What's the address? So I can break in. Yeah. <laughs> or make well, him drunk so we can. Uh, you can hear him live Instagram. on the air. Um, Hit him up on Instagram and he'll will he will meet you there. Oh yeah. That's the no type way. Of guy he is. He'll say like, let's go, Kush. What's his local pub? Um, oh gosh, gosh, I can't even remember. I can't remember. I've been there. Oh, I've not. You have his garage code? Yeah. Do you guys have his garage code? I'll bring an axe. Okay. Gee, <laughs> we know his garage code. I just got that. <laughs> I don't even know my parents' garage code. <laughs> I didn't know mine. You have a, we didn't have a garage. We didn't. No, we don't. Oh. That Ever. man had him finished from Sagamore. It's it just yeah. killing. Yeah, it's true. No, we'll have to have a going. We'll have to go for a going away podcast. In back yes, here. have to have a yes. going away podcast. That's yeah. A good yeah. So yes, before that. that, yes, we for have sure. Two, three weeks of that, right? And uh, yeah, um, yeah. Well, we, uh, we're gonna have a party before that. So I like that. I like the sound of that. I love it. I'm oh. opening my Pappy Twelve, which only bottle that I saved it. 
uh, which only bottle I ever bought. So I'm gonna open. I've never had the twelve. Fifteen. Well, now you will. Oh, so. I've right. never had any of them. Oh really? Except well, the twelve I've had, and I enjoy oh. the twelve. 15's fantastic. But we're not here to talk about Pappy. No. We're here to talk about Union Horse Distilling Co. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so, <laughs> it, it's a fun journey. This year, I learned a lot. It's great. Uh, it's great. Three barrels. 23 barrels. Yeah, 23 barrels this year. year. During a pandemic. And yes. a, and a and I'm getting uh, two more barrels tomorrow. <laughs> um, what are you getting tomorrow? One. Uh, that old so, foe? Is your old forester here yet? Uh, it's coming Friday for sure. Nice. Okay. Uh, hopefully, it's not, not somebody else's barrel. <laughs> Someone else's Yeah, hopefully, hopefully it's not, not somebody yeah. else's barrel. That's right. You got Bub City's um, last time. Yes, right. because uh, <laughs> I I was so excited. I was like, he man, was my so barrel excited. is here. He posted. He goes. And I, as soon as I opened barrel. the barrel, I was like, oh, man. And my, and my driver, he told me, Kush, keep the barrel and make more money. I was like, no, man. <laughs> I, have, I have so much attachment with my barrels. Right. Yeah, you do. And if somebody break the bottle, I feel like I'm going to break their neck. <laughs> So I have so I rather sell it than breaking the <laughs> bottles. It's good policy, live by. Nice. Don't break it, you'll buy it. And I told the driver, I was like, everybody have their own, uh, like they love uh, the barrel picks. Got yeah. me so much um, into the like I started loving everything about my store. Yeah, yeah, of course it's yours. I I never um, before I was like that with the craft beer, but. I never picked my own craft beer. Now I can say that, oi, I did this. Right, yeah. right, right. This right. is mine. Um, it has my name on it. Yeah, I love it. Um, I love everything about bourbon now. Great. So, I love it. And uh, my wife doesn't love it. No. Because she knows that, uh-oh, it started. <laughs> I don't know how, how far this 110 proof will go. Oh. <laughs> It's okay. My wife told me to stop bringing home whiskey the other day. So, but stop you know what, bourbon guys, I really love them because they're freaking up like ten o'clock in the morning. As soon as I open, they're waiting outside for me, and I, I will ask them, "You want to try anything?" And they were like, "Why not? Let's start the day." And I was like, "There you go, my boy." It's the kind of people we are. Yes, you guys are amazing, and yeah. um, I don't know to give you guys a. Good compliment or bad thing, because you guys make me drink in the morning. <laughs> I know Wilson will come here fucking in the morning. Yeah, yeah he will. Wilson, like Wilson likes 10, his, 10, he, 15 he will 10, come, 15. and then you are drunk by eleven. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wilson and then he goes home. Yeah. And I'm working in yeah. the cooler. That's mm. that's how it works. And I don't know what he does, but you know. Yeah. Something. I mean, you got to start the day off right. I'm just trying to set you up for the day. Wilson yes. enjoys his morning bourbon with some orange, with some orange juice. Not the other, other way around. Like someone might enjoy Sunday. their orange juice with a little bit of bourbon. I do. More of a bourbon drinker. Yes, well, sir. I think like the conversation here is really showing that uh, a rising tide lifts all ships. I agree. And it's really cool to see how the online community, the Chicago whiskey community, and then you taking in us as brands has really is really growing together in this store. And that's the best compliment I can give you. I so agree. thank you shout for that. Out to Kush, shout out to Ken for their business. Um, it's 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 done wonders for all of our brands here i agree um, so we we can't say enough about that just continue to support and say thank you to Portland. shout out to coco oh yeah coco in the house <laughs> yes coco in the house oh. <laughs> we both are living soon oh well until then we'll enjoy our time but we'll be still here every yeah. week yeah absolutely every Leo, other week leo's will still be here too yes yeah kush is leaving leo's always gonna be here but the excellent whiskey is not no it will be here exactly because um we are coming back 
oh. who picked the barrels. Oh, oh, awesome. Every other week. Um, even uh, Chris will be here. All the group will be here. Um, mm-hmm. I told everyone, if I cannot make it, then you guys have to. I mean, I know Wilson. If I had, I would just <laughs> message him. <laughs> Hey, Wilson, want to pick another brand's barrel? Yep. yep. Uh, Why not? Yeah, I did it. I, I've done I, it. I, yeah. I always uh, right. take yeah. it yeah. advice. Yeah. yeah. Why not? I guess we help our friends do it. Yeah. So, yeah. So I'm I, into uh, it. I, I, and uh, if Wilson say it's good, because that's what he said about a union horse. Yeah. That like, uh, This is good. Papi. Very nondescript until you Papi try it. Papi, it's good. Papi, yeah. it's good. You picked the best barrel. I was like, yes, sir. That's right. And uh, people are still loving it, and we're still going strong. Love so. it. Well, uh, I don't know what you're nervous about beforehand because you did a great job. Right. This is an awesome conversation. I don't know. I'm still nervous, man. Nah. <laughs> this is great. I uh, appreciate the time. We'll do another one before you leave. Yes, um, sir. Wilson, any last words? No, sir. Just again, thank you. Um, just happy to be back. Um, first day back on the job since before the holidays. So, Ooh. and excited to be back into the market, see my old buddies, all my friends, and. Um, Shout out to everyone who listened to these last 12 days mm. of single barrel picks. Thank God you for doing you. so. I don't know what's Very wrong much. with you. Very much. Yeah. I hope you continue to listen. Shout out to Jake, my best friend, uh, my confidant. Uh, Kush, shout out to you, brother. Thank you very much. Yes, sir. Thank uh, you. We'll talk to you soon, I'm sure. But um, thank you for having us. This has been fun. And we like the on-location stuff. Mm-hmm. And even as the barrel picks set cushions continue, I don't think the 12 days of barrel picks is ever going to happen again. So <laughs> hope you enjoyed it for this one year, and uh, maybe, we'll, maybe we'll see you next year. But we do have another episode, our first episode, just a regular episode coming out next week with Marty Duffy and Bill Welter, um, pr- uh, founder and owner of Journeyman Distillery Journeyman, out yeah. in Three Oaks. So we put a preview conversation out on day 10 of the, pod, of the 12 days of barrel picks of that conversation, and the full hour will be out next monday on january 11th so stay tuned for that because bill's an awesome guy and it really kind of shows you the complexity and the hard-working nature and just everything that goes into running a craft distillery especially during this past 10 months so kush once again thanks for having us thank you yeah we'll see you soon guys thank you for having me on the podcast anytime cheers cheers guys cheers